Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Daryl and Donna Barber. So glad that you're joining us today on this Tuesday, February the 7th. This is a day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. You were just waiting to say that, weren't you? <laughs> you were just waiting actually, to say that. Actually, it just popped up in my mind. It just come rolling out, it? Just, it? it just did. And I, have to, I have to be careful because sometimes I don't think before I speak. <laughs> <laughs> that is an understatement, but, but a very true statement. But that one was okay. That's why sometimes we have to cut off the recording and stop it <laughs> and go back and start over because of things that just come rolling out of your well, mouth. Well, that ain't always just me. That's you getting tickled and can't quit laughing. Because of what comes out of your mouth. Well... We're going to jump back into this today. We finished up on the last podcast on Romans 12 and 1. We did a little word study and looked up uh, a lot of different things. We went over, talked about being a living sacrifice. Uh, we looked at living and holy and acceptable. got all those things uh, and even spoke about our reasonable service we have before God. But today we want to go into verse 2. And I'll actually, I'm going to read uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And just put them together because it's a complete thought. Yes. So we can keep everything in context. And today we'll start breaking down uh, verse 2 in this. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God, all of the compassion that our loving Father has, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. And verse 2 reads like this, Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you. Well, um, you know, in verse 1, it talked a lot about uh, who we are and and what we're to do. But I want to just focus on verse 2 because verse 2 has a whole lot of information. First of all, it starts talking about, we're going to go over these four points. It tells us what not to do. Then it tells us what to do. It tells us how to do it. And then it tells us why to do it. So I just really want us to take some time and look through that. And you're already laughing at me. So I'm laughing because you're about to lose your voice. (laughs) I'm about to lose my voice. (laughs) But let's look at this in verse 2. The first thing that he says is, what not to do, do not be conformed. And we have to realize that, you know, we talked a little bit about this already, but I just really want us to really focus on this a little bit because it means the word conform there means to be molded or to be fashion-like, you know, and sometimes we struggle so much to try to fit in instead of stand out. And that is where... To me, that's exactly what he was saying. We shouldn't try to fit into this, into the culture around us. We should try to stand out 
from the culture around us. Yeah, and, you know, I'll, I'll keep going back to this place because, you know, to me, you got to stay in context with what's going on. you got to know what the situation was during the time period, what was going on, and they're transitioning from Old Covenant to New Covenant. And a lot of those things were trying to be mixed together mm-hmm. uh, when the New Covenant was established. So uh, he's having to minister to them here about not taking on and being fashioned like something that was because now we're in a new era. We're in a new covenant, and it's not going to look like what it looked like before. So don't be trying to be fashioned or molded into something that's not who you are. And, you know, we might think that just because this was written centuries ago that we don't deal with these same things, but we do. We do. We deal with this, the exact same things. And I'm not trying to say go out and, and stand out by trying to be weird. That's not it at all. But when you're walking in the things of the Lord and you're trying to walk in the gifting that God has placed in you, sometimes we feel like, well, I can't do that here because I've, I've got to look like this. But anywhere, anywhere we go, anything that we do, we should let the glory of God stand out in our life. And <laughs> I'm not talking about, um, I'm just going to say it like this, where you've seen some people in our, even even our community, where the, everywhere they go, they got that big old family Bible stuck up under their arm. <laughs> that hallelujah. Is, hallelujah. That is standing out, but that's standing out for all the you know, not the wrong reasons. I know I know his reasoning behind it, but that is not what he's talking about in this. Now, really, to me, what happens in that and what, what causes you to stand out is when you realize your freedom that you've now received. You know, who he, the Son, has set free is free indeed. And mm-hmm. true freedom that comes over your life causes you to stand out because you're not... You're not held in by anything, you know, all the restraints of performance and, you know, all those things trying to make yourself be accepted to God. All those things are like a load lifted off of you when you come into Christ. So, you know, I'm, I'm not conforming back to, you know, the way things were in that old covenant. You know, they would... Disfigure their faces whenever it's time to fast. They would disfigure their faces. They would do for all prayer, kinds of things. All these they would do things. it all for show. Yeah, you know, and they would go through all the rituals. Jesus even rebuked the Pharisees because they'd stand on the street corners and make big <laughs> long prayers, trying to impress people. And you know, Jesus basically saying, "Hey, this is not what I'm looking for." No, you know, this mm-hmm. true worshipers worship of Him in spirit and in truth. You know. And I think about the scripture where he talks about uh, where he says that we're not we're not bricks. We are stones, and no stone is exactly alike. Mm-hmm. The bricks they're just conformed so that they just fit together in all of these little places. But we are lively stones, and we are being set in to the work of God for our own uh, for how we are. Yeah. Well, you know, Paul used himself. You know, he said. Follow me as I follow Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, that didn't mean they had to do everything just like Paul, but they saw, you know, his tenacity, you know, yes. his stick to itiveness that he had, his ability to stand firm in the faith because he was being attacked on every side because those that were still under the law uh, wanted to see him killed, basically. Right. But right. so when we talk about being conformed, that's the kind of things we're talking about. Yeah, you know, I love what you said about the stones and the bricks. Because that's that's the key. 
Every one of us are unique unto the Lord. And, uh, you know, so tomorrow we'll get to talking about what to do and go into the word transform because that's the thing that's going to tie this together and let you understand what we're saying more than anything. There's nobody else like you. And in following Christ, you've got to learn how to be the true you Amen. that's found in Him. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Tune back in with us tomorrow. We're going to continue on our journey here with Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Have a blessed day, everybody.